Good morning, Eastern Oregon. Welcome to this March 30, this March 21st version of AM Live on EOA, your connection to Eastern Oregon, also on Roku. Good morning. First, what is today? Oh, no, today's second Monday. I was hoping it was first Friday. <laughs> hmm. Second Monday. Second Monday. So, Already March 21st. Yeah. How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. St. Patty's Day this last weekend. It's over. Yeah. A lot of fun stuff. It was busy downtown. I know uh, Loveland Safe Ride one, Ryan, who drives for them, he stopped by the poker room down there and chatted with me for a while while he was waiting for a call. And uh, he said that they were pretty busy and there was a lot of people downtown. So Yeah. No, I think that uh, Main Street had that, uh, they call it, pub crawl thing. And that that brought there were a bunch of people that jumped into that, and then, uh, and then on. Well, I mean, I think St. Patrick's Day is inherently uh, busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, like, if you just organize, yeah, if, if you organize an event, people are already going to go to. <laughs> yeah, 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 because yeah, I mean, when I dr used to drink, that was my favorite. Holiday. And is St. Patty's Day is it always on a Friday? No. But did no. it fall on a Friday this year? It did. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's Friday, and and people that drink St. Patty's Day their favorite holiday. Right, I know. But so, <laughs> so the coordination of yeah. all of that stuff, Just yeah, all falls into place. Yeah, and it was a really pretty day too. I mean, it was a. Uh, I mean, the sun was shining, you know, and so people just were out, and no, I was. I've I've never seen so many people at the bistro. I mean, they were just across the hall here. They were just stacked up. Nice. Yeah, which the cooking show came out last week. Yeah. Be sure and check that out. Uh, That's your mama's meatballs with Chef Russ and me. Yeah, and that turned out that turned out very well. Yeah, and uh, we're looking for a sponsor for that show. If you want to be uh, one of the people that's on the show and is like a taste tester, is a part of it, we'd love to have you talk to us about that. So. All right. You want to do sports? Sure. All right. EOU softball, another four big wins this weekend, three of them conference wins over Bushnell at home. They played the uh, first games ever on the new uh, the Doug Trice Memorial Community Stadium field, and um, it, was, it was nice, but it was cold, man. The wind was... You, you, I looked outside. I'm like, oh, it's nice out there. I just wear this jacket. I'll be fine. Yeah. Just to put, I wish I would have had a sweatshirt on underneath it because the wind was just really cool. cutting. Yeah. But um, I took some pictures. They won all four games doubleheader on Saturday, doubleheader on Sunday. Here's a couple pictures for you guys to look at. That's a uh, senior, Haley Ebner. Um, these are the sisters, Hannah and Haley Tyree. <laughs> And then this girl, Carson Zarazoga, is going to be on my show today. Oh, cool. And she's another senior. So um, her and Kaylin Winans are going to be on my show today. So um, the EOU softball team currently sits number 19 in the country. Um, they're looking to go back to, you know, the national tournament again this year. They made an at-large at at bid last year. And they're good, man. They're they're fun to watch. EOU baseball had another another tough weekend. 
They dropped all four games against OIT in Walla Walla, which was supposed to be here, but we don't, the field is is not ready to be played on. Um, the the warning track is just mud, and you can't take a chance with that. Um, their head coach Kyle Treadway will be on, on my show on Thursday, so cool. we'll talk to new EOU head baseball coach Kyle Treadway Thursday. Varsity softball at LHS kicked off the season with two big wins over Lewiston on Saturday. Um, they play tomorrow uh, on the road again against Grant Union. And then uh, defending state champion and number one ranked Tiger baseball team is supposed to kick the season off tomorrow at home against Fruitland at 3.30. So we'll see what happens with that because the field was not playable this weekend. So um, we'll see. I mean, it's a turf field, but the outfield's the, the issue and the warning track. So don't know exactly what's going to happen with that. I'll have head coach Parker McKinley. I'm interviewing him Wednesday afternoon. So that'll come out on Thursday too with the EOU baseball coach. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> and the warning track, I'm sorry, is the area right before the fence? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. So that if in you're if you're in the outfield and you're you're looking trying to catch a ball, you have something that Warns you that there's a the fence, fence coming. coming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why it's called a warning track. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't. And it's I, just a change in what your feet are. Right. Doing. Yeah. 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 So you go from either grass to dirt or to pumice or to, you know. Just something feels yeah, different. Yeah. feels different. Yeah. And then, you know, you got like a couple steps before you're in Interesting. Trouble. See, I don't. I mean, I've known, seen it, watched baseball my whole life, but not really put it together. It's like. Oh, yeah. Speaking of baseball, thing. USA plays Japan tonight for the World Baseball Classic Championship. It's the third, their third meeting in, in the, I think, in the final or second. World class. What? Japan how, beat in, Mexico. In what age is, like, that, is that adult? That's I professional. Mean, yeah, that's the. It's like the Major World League Baseball players playing for their own country. It's wow. like the Olympics of baseball. Cool. It's like Olympic baseball. Wow. Even more on a bigger stage. Wow. Like the, all the best players play for their countries. Wow. Like tonight, you're going to see Mike Trout play against his teammate, Shohei Otani, two, the two best players in the world. Huh. Why is it? I wonder, why does it, why isn't baseball in the Olympics? I think it used to be. Huh. But it's, that's essentially baseball Olympics. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the it's no, it's essentially the baseball world cup. It's like the world cup of soccer, you know, uh, oh, right, you right, play right, for your own okay. country. Yeah, it's like that. Okay, it's, it's not. I mean, yeah, it's its own event. It's not like the Olympics. The Olympics are a whole bunch of things. Right, right. So, so the World Cup of Soccer is just soccer. The World Baseball Classic is just baseball. Huh. and 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 the top two teams are Japan and U.S. Yeah, you play pool play just like the World Cup. Then you get broke down into brackets, and you have to work your way all the way through the bracket. And, huh. USA lost one pool game and then they won all the way through the bracket. Wow. And then Japan, same thing. And they beat Mexico last night in the bottom of the ninth inning. Huh. Yeah. All right. Yep. See you. on sports. I learned more about baseball than every day. What I've known. Yep. Well, let's uh, look outside there. It's, it's uh, uh, I don't know what kind of a morning you'd call it this morning. It's pretty out there. It's chilly, but I, hopefully it'll warm up a little bit today. Let's we'll see what. 
Let's see what Gabe says. The European model shows a few lingering flurries across the northern blues into your Tuesday. Otherwise, much of us will remain dry with more of those sun breaks occasionally mixing in. Heading today on Tuesday for Legrand, it looks like this will start out into the mid-30s to the 8 o'clock hour. Some of you will just be dry with some sun breaks mixing in, but others will be seeing a little bit of fog, which could produce a few snowflakes. Otherwise, you'll begin with a light southwesterly wind flow, which will change to the northeast by the evening. But gust higher than 20 miles per hour. It will be completely dry, thicker cloud cover around midday, but you see increasing sunshine late day and through the early parts of the evening that could bring a few raindrops in the mix as those highs rise into the upper 40s. That seven day forecast sponsored by Valley Insurance shows those early morning numbers for your Tuesday, mixing into the 20s and 30s with the exception for that cold spot, 14 and burns. Afternoon highs will be mixing into the 40s and 50s. It's possible that some areas of the Grand Ronde Valley picks up a dusting of snow during the morning hours. Throughout the day, you're going to at least see that over the mountain passes. In some places, we'll even see up to two inches, upwards of four expected elevations up above 6,000 feet. You could see some mountainous flurries continuing into the Wednesday, but not quite confident yet. In fact, Wednesday could mark the driest, sunniest, and warmest day within the next seven for the majority of us as the lowland valleys will actually be pushing 60 degrees, mountainous valleys pushing 50. Scattered showers in the form of mainly rain develops during the day Thursday. That becomes more widespread into the evening. That's when I'm expecting more of that wintry precipitation to start to mix in. That will be the increasing trend into Friday and Saturday as that cold front moves in, dropping those temperatures well below average for this time of year, meaning Friday and Saturday, that's your best chance for some valley snow before those temperatures become warmer and conditions become drier into next week. <laughs> all right. That cut off weird. Yeah, it did all of a sudden. <laughs> all right. We get those baseball games at home tomorrow. That basically, that'll be fun. That would but be cool. I don't know about how, how what the field looks like. And I I think it, it well, I mean, I guess it just depends on what it does today, too. It's supposed he said right there it's supposed to we're supposed to get some showers this afternoon. Yeah. Um I spent like uh half an hour, an hour on the phone with Parker, the head baseball coach for the high school the other night. And he he's pretty optimistic and, and for good reason. I mean, we we have we have a couple holes to fill, and we, we got to replace a lot of RBIs. I mean, Devin Bell set the state record for RBIs last year. Wow. For, for I mean, the all-time state record Wow, in a season. And then Cole Jorgensen was right behind him, and they were the one-two, on, and, and both of them are gone. And and then the other, you know, big question mark is catching. I mean, we've had a top catcher in the state you know, the last 10 years. And wow. Now all of a sudden we're kind of catching by, by committee. It's weird. And that's a really important position. And who is catcher Cole? Who was that? Last year? Yeah. That was Cole. Yeah. And then before Cole was Logan Poston, who played at Arizona State, Oregon. Yeah. And at Oregon. And yeah, I mean, it's just, we've had really good catchers. And, 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 and any casual, people don't often know how critical a catcher well, is. Well, so I was a pitcher. I pitched in high school, college, and to me, the catcher is the most important player on the field by far. Like, there's nobody even close. He, he's not only is he is he the 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 one calling the game most of the time, 
You know? uh -huh. He's also the only player that can see the entire field. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? So his view and and you you have different pitchers coming in. He's yeah. there yeah. all the time. And so what 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 Parker's going to do this year because we don't really have a catcher uh -huh. is he's going to have like three or four different guys catch and they're always going to catch the same pitcher, which is smart because you wouldn't want to, you know, you wouldn't want me catching you right, one right. day and then somebody right. else catching you the next right. day. You want to build that rapport. Yeah. And, and I mean, we'll see where, where that goes. I mean, we, we have really, really, really good pitching, which I mean, we have six, six guys that can throw strikes and just pump the zone. And this is the guys that are seniors right now are the kids when they were 12 that were the one went away from the Little League World Series. Wow. I mean, these kids are, it's a legit class. And, and I mean, we'll see. I mean, the, all the coaches are picking them to repeat. So now, do you, when you replace players or you substitute, can you put them back in once they've come out? Seems you can't like with a pitcher, with other positions you can with other positions you can but yeah. you can't with the pitcher right got it okay so like if you started catching and then you came out i could replace put you back in at catcher okay yeah but if, if you pitched you can't come out and go back in. makes sense yeah okay and so like i said uh tomorrow like tomorrow's show will come out with the softball girls and then i'll interview parker and he'll come out with i think i'll do both him and the eou baseball coach on the same show That'd be interesting. Yeah, why yeah. not? Right, because I'm gonna I'm gonna have him Wednesday night and the baseball coach Thursday, so we'll rock and roll with that. All right. Cool. <clears throat> well, this morning we have Holly Walker with the Remax Real Estate team with us, and she will be with us right after this. Hey, uh, glad you're back with us. How are you doing today? Good. Good morning, uh, Caleb. The mayor says good morning. <laughs> I saw him the other day at uh, slumming it, slumming it, the pub crawl. Yeah, he, <laughs> of course he was. He was all dressed up in green. I don't know if he was really dressed up in green. I just yeah. So huh, Caleb at a pub crawl, weird. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> So you doing all right? Surviving the winter? Really well. Yeah. Good. So let me just play a video. We we did a little video down at your shop the other day, and we'll. So we're here with Holly Walker at Remax. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Brent? Good. So how did how did you get started in this 
Someone asked business. me one time what I wanted to be when I grow up. And I looked at him and said, I have to grow up. I said, yeah, so I did. I studied for my real estate license and went to work. So you've been, you've been doing this a while then? Yes. Okay. And I know you have a specialty that you've told me about, but what, what's part of your passion? What do you love doing about real estate? Selling houses. I mean, first-time homebuyers are a special favorite. And can that be challenging sometimes? sometimes? I mean, talk about the challenges that people might face. Um, sometimes homes don't qualify for their first time home loan. Um, sometimes, you know, we have to go through the process to get those homes to qualify. And sometimes sellers aren't willing to do that. Sometimes they are. So it's just a crapshoot when you make an offer, find out where they're going to go with you. So what, what is maybe something you, that people can do to prepare themselves for? Mm, classes. There are all types of first-time homebuyer classes available. Some are online, some are local. Um, I know Community Connections offers first-time homebuyer classes, so that's one avenue. Okay. Any other advice you have for like future buyers out there? Get pre-qualified. Make sure that you know you can afford what you want to buy before you go look. Okay. So then you, so how does that help when you pre-qualify? It makes you a stronger buyer. If you're already qualified, your loan's in place and you're ready to go, save money, you know, get, get your ducks in a row. So. All right. And what about, you've been successful with some business owners and helping them, maybe talk about that a little bit. Becky. <laughs> Becky. Becky and I were just communicating today. We, we are very kindred spirits in a lot of different ways. Um, Becky's Burger Barn. She purchased that, I want to say we closed mid-December. So maybe a little sooner. I can't remember the exact date, but she's open and running. She's ready to go. So what does it take to get a purchase like that going? I mean, what are some of the challenges that someone might face doing that? Um, they want to be a business owner. That's the first challenge. You know, they have to really have the passion to do that. Like Sean and Randy, you know, they wanted to be business owners. So here we are. Yeah. So. Alrighty. Well, thanks so much for uh, the interview today. And if uh, tell, give us the address here one more time so people. Well, 14 and a half Adams Avenue. Okay. Legrand. All right. And we're Remax Real Estate Team. Remax Real Estate Team. We always have that discussion, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. So I, I did get it right in the intro today. Remax okay. Real Estate Team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to answer the phone just like that. Do you, that is that the so yeah, you guys you guys definitely get it down. Yeah, we do. Well, we had the name down way before we even well not way before we opened, but before we opened. Yeah. We'll have to visit with Sean or Randy about how that came about. And it's a, it's a good group of people. I mean, I, when I when I go in there and I connect with you guys, you guys are a little family down there. We really are. Yeah. A team. We yeah. are a team. Um, someone needs help. Someone's all willing to step in for. Yeah. And sometimes I'm not that good, depending on what I stack up for my day. Yeah. But I'll be there. Yeah. They've, and they've been there for me for so many comments. Years. Yeah. Uh, Go to a commercial real quick. Okay. Uh, will it? Hang on. We'll be right. We'll be right back.
All right. I think we got it. I think we got it. So. Got it figured out. Yeah. Problem solved. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for the comment. Yeah. Appreciate it. Help us. Uh, got a lot of buttons to push. They they wish that it was my mic not working. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even say anything if it was my mic not working. Yeah. They would just let it go. Well, you caught it, so. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch it. Somebody watching. Somebody watched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can't hear her. Okay. Yeah. Well, and you, and you talk pretty soft as it is. So let's just so let's just go back real quick and we were talking about the team. The team. The yeah, yeah. yeah the the little family. The little family that, the little family that we have there, you know, the kids, the the family. The, yeah. When we need help from each other, it's like, hey, can you help me do this? I can't do this right now. I yeah. Yeah, and so social property for each other, whatever. So and you have, you have some younger talent. Yeah. <laughs> we do. I mean, are you saying I'm old? I, I'm not. I wasn't. I didn't say anything about that. But that was I'm just, a backhanded way. But I'm just. I guess. Yeah. I guess yeah. what I'm saying that. though is, is that I would imagine that you and Shauna and Randy are. I mean, there's a lot of younger energy in that group, and that probably kind of pulls you along. Doesn't you know, it? sometimes they're hard to keep up with. Yeah, they're really hard to keep up with. But um, we're learning how. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. Shauna and Allison both ran in the. What was that? The Shamrock, the 5K, Shamrock 5K and 10K run. Yeah. Who did? Shauna and Allison both. Well, Allison, yeah. I, Runs all the time. Right, yeah. I can I see think Allison ran track for you. But, but Shauna, way to go, Shauna. Way that's to go, like, Shauna. Yeah. We're that's very crazy. Proud of her. That, yeah. So. She was always my friend that said running yuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks so much. Thanks for jumping on this morning, and and uh, just we appreciate the relationship that we have with Remax. My family. Yep. My second family. So, alrighty, and you, and you, you've had a, I think you've had a couple of. I mean, you've been on the show recently a couple of different times, just just because the way the the schedule was and changed, or and, somebody forgot, and somebody forgot, yeah, <laughs> in December. So we had a makeup session. Yep, so we had a makeup session. Yeah. So. Yeah. All righty. Well, thanks it's a always bunch. a pleasure to see you first thing this early in the morning, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> you too. That's what Kyle feels I disagree too. with like, that. Like, yeah. Yeah, well, you I know, that's disagree the best part about oh, Sometimes man. you don't always have to agree. <laughs> he comes in and says, morning. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, my phone was ringing at 530 this morning at my request. To help right. you like. Yeah. I just wanted to be prepared for the day. I've got a lot going on. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get it all done, Tim. Watch. Good. All right. Well, thanks a bunch. Yep. Appreciate you. you being here. Uh, we'll be right back. Guys. Want to keep yourself informed with relevant news and events in Eastern Oregon, but don't have much time on your hands? Well, here on EO Alive, we pay attention to what's happening in Eastern Oregon and deliver the news in two minutes or less on our evening news roundup. You can expect to get your news delivered right to your Facebook and Instagram feed every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. We'll keep you in tune with Eastern Oregon, and you can count on that. EO Alive, your connection to Eastern Oregon. Now on Roku.
All right, we're back. See that commercial? That explains the Roku thing. And yeah. If people have any issues with it, just go on your Roku, search EO Alive, and our logo comes up. Click on it. It'll download our app in the Roku onto your Roku TV. And then when you first go in, it's a, either whatever's live or a loop of, of programming that we have preset. And then you can go scroll down and there's playlists, EO Talks, EO Live Sports, you know what I mean? So on and so forth. And you can pick on demand right there. Yeah. It, it by far is the easiest way of finding the content. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, you, 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 it's very similar to everything else. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to finding it, it's just, it's, it's another avenue. It's the avenue we want people to go to. Yeah. We prefer. Well, and the website is a, a reflection of that also. It's Absolutely. Yeah, we want, we, I, I mean, obviously, it, it, people know that uh, social media is where most of our stuff is seen the most. We want to push people to Roku. Yeah, eventually. The website. Yeah, eventually the social media platforms will be like the place where they tease, we tease yeah, the content. That's what we want. And announce it and so on and so forth. But it will... The, the longer versions of the content will end up being on, on uh, Roku. Which would be and awesome. On. We just need to get 10,000 people moved to Roku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all righty. Well, yeah. hey, do you want to do sports? Already? I already did do sports. I'm sorry, not sports. Do you, <laughs> do you wanna... want me to do it again? All right, sports. Here we go. <laughs> no, do you want to get us out of here, man? <laughs> Are we already done? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, unless you have something you want to jab about. I really don't. Yeah. It's plain Jane boring. It's like, if there was more, you know, it's just that time of year, you know, like we're not, we're not in good weather yet. So there's not really, um, I'm ready for good weather for sure. On this day, March 21st, 1844, it's the original date predicted by William Miller of Massachusetts for the return of Christ and the end of the world. When, on this day uh, in what? 1844, the world was supposed to end, according to William 1844. Miller. 1844. 1844. You know, it's funny. I I grew up in the church, and you over the years, over my lifetime, and, I, and clearly way before that, you know, people have been predicting over and over again, yeah. this is it. This is when Christ is going to come back. This is... Remember they, Y2K? Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. whenever they say it, it's like, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Y2K was the biggest one. <laughs> Remember all these all these nut wackos that were buying up everything? I mean, there were people that had like bunkers and bunkers so they were going to go down underground. And there was people that went underground. No, yeah, they, yeah. yeah. They're in like bunkers and had all this food stored up and nothing happened. Weird. No, yeah. 1871, journalist Henry Morton Stanley began his famous expedition to Africa. There's been a lot of books written about that. A lot of books. 1963, Alcatraz Prison in San Francisco Bay is closed permanently. 63? Yeah. Wow, early on. Yeah, I and it wasn't even open that long, I don't think. Now it's a tourist destination. Yeah. but Well, I mean, it was a great idea, but... 
can, the, just the idea of servicing it, yeah, getting stupid. people on and yeah, off. Yeah, getting to and, work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the practice just, just yeah. yeah, really complicated. On this day in 2006, the very first ever tweet was sent out. What 2006, year? 2006. Wow. And it was sent out by Twitter founder Jack Dorsey. And um, it said just, the tweet was just setting up my TWTTR. So, so no vowels. Twitter with no vowels. TWTTR. Yeah. Huh. Yep. That was the very first tweet ever. Yeah. 2006. He was, he's been out of the news. I mean, now that he's sold it, he sold yeah, it. Yeah. He has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, is though, can, how many tweets have happened since then? You know, and I've Billions. never, I never Maybe trillions. I never did. I still have not really into Twitter that much, but I, I don't like it, I, but yeah. Cause it's just, but it's yeah. It, but boy, you talk about an impact in our world. And then on this day in 2018, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg admits they made mistakes after data on 50 million users is harvested by Cambridge Analytica. Like they were trying to find right. holes in Facebook security, and they did. Yeah. Which is scary because everybody, and it's like TikTok too. Everybody always talks about that. It is kind of scary, but the reality of it is, is I don't give a shit. I don't care if they know. Well, yeah, what all are they of gonna your do? information out there anyhow. Yeah, yeah, it's all there anyways. Like, what what are they gonna do? Yeah, no, and to, it's funny. TikTok is the one. It's the one app I still never did download, log into. Yeah, TikTok's interesting. It's fun. Uh, number one song in America on March twenty first, two thousand three, in the club by Fifty Cent, and that's not upside down on. On it, I mean, that's how he's hanging upside down in the video. And then the quote for the day: Robert Brault, enjoy the little things in life. For one day, you may look back and realize they were the big things. I might have used this one before, but I really like this one. Enjoy the little things in life. For one day, you may look back and realize they were the big things. That's it. Short show today. We're we're eight thirty. Bam! Let's get out of here. All righty. Hey, thank you, Eastern Oregon, for Appreciate jumping in with us. And, yep, we'll see you soon. Thursday.